Temple Geek Toddcast, episode 54, is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com forward slash Toddcast. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your Android, iPhone, Kindle, or MP3 player. Enjoy the show. Beaming at you from the depths of the internet. This is the Temple of Geek Toddcast. Your one stop for all things geek. All things geek. You are listening to the Temple of Geek Toddcast, a show designed to analyze pop culture for your entertainment. I'm your host, Daniel. If you're joining us for the first time, welcome. This is a show released every week for your enjoyment. You can find this episode and more by heading to our site, templeofgeek.com. You can also follow us on Facebook and Twitter by using the handle, at Temple of Geek. In case you're joining us for the first time, we have been focusing on movies over the last couple weeks. This week will be no different. The MTV Movie Awards 2016 showed several trailers for some of the new films coming out this year. And we are here to tell you our thoughts on these trailers and why you should go see them. Joining me from the Temple of Geek to help navigate these trailers are Chelsea, Marcus, and Rooster. Welcome, guys. Hello. Hey. Uh, Dude, and you guys are like in alphabetical order on my screen. YOLO. <laughs> nice. So, Your screen is smart. Yeah, I have a smart screen. So, guys, uh, what's been going on? Let, let's talk. Oh, uh, man. A lot of stuff's been going on, man. A lot of stuff coming out. A lot of stuff happening. Um, very happy to uh, discuss what we're going to discuss today. Rooster's obsessed with Star Wars. All of a sudden, he's been buying nothing but Star Wars comic books. <laughs> after the last, after the last podcast, I did um, um, go out and get uh, the C three PO and the uh, Poe Dameron number one issues. So I'm uh, anxious to read those and review them. Marcus, you weren't on the last episode, but he kept referring to people like myself and Stacy as Star Wars encyclopedias. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that, that's, that's the best description I can come up with when it comes so, to you guys. I can't wait because, you know, then we'll be able to call him when he's like starting to spout off. So like in issue number 15 of Poe Dameron. <laughs> yeah, there you oh, go. No. Now I'm an encyclopedia. <laughs> <laughs> I'm working on it, man. Sadly, I read an article online about the first issue of C-3PO, so I already know what the whole story is about how he gets the red arm, so I don't even need to read the comic book. Uh, <laughs> see, that's what I wanted to know. I, I was going to read it today, but I was working on getting the setup, and I didn't get the chance to read the red arm issue. <laughs> well, guys, you know, the MTV Movie Awards just uh, aired last Sunday, and there was uh, several trailers that uh, appeared on the show. Um, I do want to talk about that, but before we get started on that topic, I want to talk about something that just popped up probably in the last couple days. They just revealed the title to the new Spider-Man movie, the solo film that comes out in 2017. It is going to be titled Spider-Man Homecoming. He's finally going to his first dance. (laughs) (laughs) What do you guys think about this title for the first solo Spider-Man movie by Marvel and Sony? Um, where did he get his date's uh, mom from? For the homecoming? <laughs> I don't know, man. I can't. Looking at the logo that that, that we looked up, I, I just it's kind of like he said, uh, like Marcus said earlier, it's, it looks like a video game. Yeah, it kind of it kind of reminds me of like Spider Man the Animated Series. It, it looks like something that they would release like on you know Disney XD. Disney XD Spider Man Homecoming <laughs> coming to you soon. Spider Man and Friends. Yeah, that's the first thing I thought of. <laughs> Spider Man and Friends. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I, I do. Okay, so I am not. Uh, I'm with y'all. I'm not a huge fan of like the actual Spider-Man word there because it's all kind of 2D. Kind of looks like somebody maybe did it in Microsoft Paint. But yeah. like the, uh, <laughs> but the homecoming part with like the 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 logo as the O. Um, I don't know. I I just really like that. 
Well, let me ask you, what do y'all think the homecoming means? I mean, obviously he's not be going, he, he's not celebrating a football game or anything. You know, he's not going to be out there, so, you know, cheering on Flash Thompson or anything like that. I don't know. He could be. <laughs> <laughs> I think it implies he's in high school, though. Yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. Yeah, yeah. I actually think the word is kind of a double meaning, like homecoming, like Marvel is bringing it back home. Mm. That would be cool. You know, it, it could mean, you know, he's in high school and everything, but I think it has a double meaning. Like, this is Marvel's Spider-Man's homecoming, coming back to Marvel. This is going to be his first solo film. This is going to be the Spider-Man movie that kicks all other Spider-Man's movies' asses. <laughs> and also, coming back home meaning, uh, oh wait, no, it's still Sony that's making it? It's Sony that's making it, Marvel's producing it. Okay, uh, so maybe Marvel's having more control, meaning bringing spider-man home that way back home yeah so so the rumor is is that the vulture is going to be the villain on this one yeah and i heard michael keaton's in the yes movie. What? Yeah. yeah so batman or beetlejuice <laughs> so, so we're gonna have a teen a teenage um spider-man fighting an old vulture or is it gonna man it's gonna be weird i mean i mean vulture is a character that they need to bring into this this world anyway but uh, it's interesting to see what dynamic they're going to go with the Vulture. Well, Vulture, from what I uh, remember from the comic books, was also a very geriatric old man who walked on a cane. And I'm just kidding, he didn't walk on a cane, but he was an old dude. Start a uh, conversation starter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, um, from what I understood, uh, uh, Michael Keaton's going to be in the movie, and he's supposed to be playing a villain. So if it's is Vulture, hmm. uh, he did it's just play Vulture. Birdman. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> I guess that's not much of a stretch there. Yeah, huh? He already knows the role of Birdman to Vulture. I guess he's already got a little bit of uh, headway. Yeah, so I think the only two people that's confirmed are Tom Holling and uh, Tom Holland and Marissa Tomei. Oh, I love her. Uh, yeah, yeah, she's gonna be playing Aunt May. <laughs> she's a little young. Are but... you serious? Yeah, she's gonna be the sexiest oh, Aunt May ever. Yeah. <laughs> Is she gonna have the my cousin Vinny voice in this movie? Or... Oh my god, that'd be amazing. <laughs> That would be epic. <laughs> but yeah, Michael Keaton's rumored. Um, so yeah, to answer your question, I don't know if he's going to be Beetlejuice or Batman, but uh, he's there. Another Marvel movie that they showed a trailer to this this week was the, or I guess a Marvel movie they showed a trailer to because they didn't show a trailer to Spider-Man, was Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange. So let's talk about Cumberback, Dim, ben, Dimber, Bender, Botch, Benedict Cumberbatch. <laughs> Isn't a Benedict an egg? Benedict is an egg if you cook it correctly. <laughs> <laughs> let's let's talk about Mr. Batch. <laughs> Benedict Cumberbatch. So so what did y'all think about uh, the trailer? He's such a batch. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I think I think personally the trailer was awesome, and I think uh, after he grew his uh, goatee out and everything, he he's gonna pull off a pretty good Doctor Strange. Mm-hmm. He looks uh, really good. It, it's mystical. It's 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 sci-fi. It's it's everything you want in a Doctor Strange movie. I'm glad that they didn't reveal too much. You know, I mean, I'm not sure if it's going to be uh, Mordo. Is is that the name of the villain? That he's his number one foe, Mordo. It's like a the demon. I think it is Mordo. I I am going to be honest with you. I am not a Doctor Strange reader. I'm pretty sure that's. I'm, I know there's a couple characters like Doramu or something like that. And, yes, yes. Um, but I going into Doctor Str- like the only time I was really reading Doctor Strange was when he appeared in Spider-Man comic books because you know him and Spider-Man had a thing. <laughs> he was like, "Sup, Steven? 
Sup, Peter. <laughs> uh, but, but but the trailer the trailer itself is awesome. I mean, I think it's going to be a great movie for Marvel, and it's, and they do all their movies really well. So it, I mean, it, it's going to be it's going to be a hit. It made me th- it made me think of uh, 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 Inception. When like the world is kind of like folding over, looking like you know, I thought that too in the last <laughs> scene. It just like was like, whoa, where's Leonardo DiCaprio? Yeah. <laughs> like we're in a dream. We're gonna yeah, see it was... spinning top at the end. <laughs> at the beginning of the movie, this is what happens. <laughs> <laughs> right. But uh, Benedict Cumberbatch actually, he kind of reminds me of um, uh, I think his name is Aiden Aiden Gillen. Uh, he's, uh, he, he's actually in Quantum Break. It's a game that just got released on Xbox One. And, uh, so I don't know. It's kind of weird seeing that, but they, they're not the same person. So, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, so never the mind. scene, the scene with the scene where he's, um, he, uh, he, uh, Doctor Strange, obviously, he's a doctor. And he's very, uh, a famous doctor. And then he goes through this accident where, um, his hands get messed up, and you can see him in the trailer with his hands up on bandaged. Yeah, bandaged up, and and he's and he starts self destructing, and then he meets um, the his uh, this person who is a sorceress, uh, or, or 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 I'm not sure who she is, and then she just does this thing where she just, just like, boom, and he his soul comes out of his body, and he's having this out of body experience, and he's like, what? You know, and then yeah. and then he comes back and he's like, "Teach me." You know, I hear shrimps do the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this also remind me of the Matrix. Yeah, yeah, it very had Matrix feel to it. It sure did. You know, and um, that's but, but but you know, his everybody knows that that's why he wears the gloves because his hands are all messed up. But uh, the trailer and the movie, everything seems to connect, and I'm glad that they kind of left you hanging because they you, you really don't know what direction they're going. You don't know if they're going with Mordo or Demambu or or how the how it's going to end up. But um, the, he, he show, it shows him in his cape walking up the stairs, and then it just ends. Yeah. And that's you know that's an awesome scene. You know, I, I, it's I like Doctor Strange. If you like Doctor Strange, you need to watch the Marvel uh, cartoon. That's uh, his solo cartoon, and it, it explains a lot. It's really good. I'm gonna be honest with you. The trailer, you know, it's only a teaser, but I was just kind of eh after I got done watching it. But I'm gonna hold my judgment until I see the actual full trailer, so I kind of know what's going on. Because this didn't really show much. It showed a lot of visuals. Right. It showed a lot of things. So I mean, I was just kind of like, hmm, okay, it's a movie. Yeah, it's Marvel. I'll go see it. But I just I don't have any feelings towards it yet. I guess is what I'm trying to say. Right. I think so. The, I'd- uh, what I'm most interested in is he's going to play a big part in getting uh, all the universes together, right? Like, I mean, or at least getting the Avengers and uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy together. Yes, he does. And there's actually a new cartoon out. Uh, actually, it's on Netflix. It's the new season of uh, uh, Marvel's uh, Mighty Marvel Avengers or whatever it is. And there's a scene in there where... Um, I thought you were going to say Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. <laughs> <laughs> kind of had the, had the tone. But there's a scene in there where um, they're all they're, the Avengers are collecting the uh, Infinity Stones, and um, they get them all. And then, um, uh, God, what is his name? Uh, Shinron the Dragon shows up and they make uh, a wish. No, <laughs> <laughs> so, um, the, the God dang it, the villain, the the ter- Thanos. Thanos. Thank you, thank you, Thanos. 
Thanos comes down and actually Black Widow dons the uh, all the uh, the Infinity Glove with all the stones in it and she can't control it and but Doctor Strange comes and helps. So that's kind of where I think the Marvel Universe is going. They're trying to group everything into this big Thanos Infinity Stone movie with the Guardians of the Galaxy and you know all of that. So it's pretty interesting. Yeah, it's going to it's going to be interesting. I can't wait to see what happens here in the next couple of years with the Marvel films. So, let's go ahead and transition over to our first MTV trailer. It probably wasn't the first one shown. I don't remember what order they were shown in, but I'm just going to say it's the first one because it's the one I'm most excited about. Captain America Civil War. <laughs> what did you guys like about the trailer? What is there not like about the trailer? <laughs> I was like with y'all's silence. I was thinking y'all didn't like the trailer I, I, at all. I can't even know where to start with the trailer. I mean, um, it's my opinion with the with the with the the trailer of the Civil Wars saga starting. It's it kind of brings sadness to my heart because um, I think I had a conversation with uh, Trey on this, and it, it, it these this is the guys that started this universe. And we grow to, we've grown to love them, and then all of a sudden now we're in the Civil War saga where you know they're torn apart. And my favorite part about the trailer, if you if I get down nitty gritty, my favorite part is whenever um, Captain America and uh, um, Winter Soldier tag team on and whoop uh, Captain uh, Iron Man's butt. Yeah, that that was definitely a cool scene. I mean, that I, uh... was. Did, did did any of you see the uh, the clip from Jimmy Fallon? There was like a Which, there was like maybe like a thirty second clip of uh, Iron Man uh, fighting Winter Soldier. No, I didn't see that one. Uh, was it awesome? It, it was pretty legit. And like even uh, like Black Widow fought him for like a few seconds before he like threw her aside. <laughs> but see, Black Widow's throwing me off because in every trailer I see her like on different sides. Yeah, yeah. There was like. There's like one trailer, like you know, she's she looks like she's on Iron Man's side, and she's like even standing with Iron Man's team. But at one point in one of the trailers, it looks like she's on Captain America's side. So I'm wondering if she's playing the whole double agent in the movie. Ooh, that'd she, be cool. Well, that's what she does. That's what she's known for is playing the double agent. But um, because uh, you know she's like she she made sure like in the last Captain America movie, her and Steve looked like they had this bond, this connection. Uh, so it just seems weird that all of a sudden, you know, hey Steve, I don't want to be with you anymore. Well, I, I think the the other part there is that you know Hawkeye's on the other team, and you know yeah, Hawkeye's on Cap's to be team. like best friends or whatever. Mm-hmm. So there is in this movie, there's going to be Noah Hulk. Because he's on Planet Hulk now. Is that what the deal is? No, Hulk's actually going to show up in the new Thor movie. Uh, Thor Ragnarok. And I heard, um, uh, uh, speaking of that real quick, I heard um, that Portman is out of this movie. She's sitting it out and we have a new actress filling in. What? Yeah, Portman's sitting the next Thor movie out. No more no more Princess Amidala? No. But getting back <laughs> getting back on track on the Civil War, um, uh, Black Panther is something I'm really excited about. Well, seeing him in action and seeing what what his skills are and, and what he's doing, you know, I'm excited about watching him chase down Winter Soldier on the freeway in a in a trailer. It uh, uh, it's gonna be awesome. Yeah, he's he's definitely gonna be pretty pretty awesome. Um, I love that one little scene where he's up on the building and the helicopter comes in or whatever it was, and they start shooting at him, and it just 
And he's just standing there like, seriously? So he's not, he's not <laughs> on either side. He's what is he? What is his thing? That's what that's. Well, it looks like he is actually going to be on Iron Man's side because I uh, believe the way they're setting up the story is uh, his father gets killed. That whole explosion scene that you see, like in the, uh, I guess it's the World Trade Center or not World Trade Center? What's it? The UN? Yeah, yeah, the UN. Um, World Trade Center. What the I hell? know. Um, <laughs> Oh, the UN blows like, up, and I think his father dies. Um, and I believe they blame it on Winter Soldier. Uh, yes, Winter Soldier is definitely portrayed as a villain at the beginning of this movie. So that's why everybody's going after the Winter Soldier, and that's why mm-hmm. Captain America's like, "No, not my buddy Bucky," and you know, <laughs> "Not my buddy Bucky," <laughs> which he is a villain. He's a villain, and he's done some bad things. But you know, he was brainwashed by Hydra, so. You know, we're, yeah. we're trying to fix that and trying to do that during this movie, and Captain America's behind him. If I was a regular person, one that was not a nerd, <laughs> why should I go see this movie? What would you all tell me to go, make me go see this movie, to get me excited? Uh, anybody want to go? Oh, you go. <laughs> it's like crickets. Uh, 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 dude. All right, Captain America's losing my money. This, no. <laughs> the action. No. <laughs> yeah. Well, the action for sure, but this this is the start of a very long saga, and it's probably what going to be a three movie deal. Is that what it is? Three movie. What the Civil War? Yeah, Civil War is. I think the Civil War is going to be pretty much wrapped up in this movie because the next movie is going to be the Avengers Infinity. I think that's the next time we see all these people together. Uh, well, see, and that, and well, it's then. I mean, we'll see. We'll see the after effects of the Civil War in other movies, but I don't think it's going to be. I don't think we're going to see like Captain America: Civil War Part Two. Well, how are they going to? How are they going to do Civil War on this movie and then do an Avengers movie and they got to fight that again together? Well, from what I understand, Avengers: Infinity Wars Part One, Part Two, it's going to be two separate movies. We're going to probably see a new team of Avengers in the very first half. And then they're probably going to bring everybody back together in the second one or something like that. I know that Chris Evans and Robert Downey Jr.'s contracts are almost up. And I believe they're supposed to both be in the affinity wars. Now I don't know if they're going to be in both films. Um, so it may only be just one film. Well, I read, I read Robert's not doing any more individual Iron Man films. That's correct. Yeah. Yeah. Unless they pay him some money and he's like, okay, I'll be back. <laughs> yeah. Let me give you another <laughs> 6 million. But going back to your question was uh, why why should you go watch the movie? Why should you not go watch this movie? I mean, all of the Marvel movies have been terrific, fantastic, um, entertaining, and different from DC. They give you what you want. They give you information. They give you a plot line. They give you um, and they and they lead you to the next movie. Now, don't get me wrong. When I say DC, DC's got their own plan. But this one's a little bit more easier to follow and, and connect with if you're not a comic book or a, a comic fan person. So I'm a simpleton. I'm just playing. <laughs> some people, I mean, not not that harsh of a word, but some people are not knowledgeable on this universe, but they want to see it. Mm-hmm. You know, and Marvel does that for you. They 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 bring you in and they teach you what's going on and who the characters are. They introduce them, and you can flow. It's like a flow. It's like a rap. <laughs> it's a good rap. It's a good rap. <laughs> it's like it's like the the PDDs in the nineties. <laughs> you other two want to elaborate? Well, like he was saying, I think they do a really good job of 
giving you a lot of Easter eggs so that if you are a fan, you will very much enjoy these movies, but that it does explain it enough to where if you go in completely blind or just watching the Marvel movies, you're totally clued in, you're totally invested, and you know you know who you like right away. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I haven't read any any Marvel comics except, like, Miss Marvel and Thor. Mm-hmm. But I have my opinions and I have, you know, people who I like. And I went into watching The Avengers blind and I absolutely loved it. So I think Civil War would be pretty much just the same. So you watched BVS, though, right? I still haven't watched that. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. I was gonna say, so you're not you're not gonna give me a scene in Captain America Civil War where the Flash just comes in out of nowhere and says, yeah. "She's the key. You were right all along." And just confused exactly. the crap out of the entire audience. I have heard enough about that to know that that was done. <laughs> That's so annoying to me. It's so annoying because I love DC so much. Like, I do too. That I mean, and it just bums me out that they're. I, I gave Marcus a stack of books that I was like, Mar- Marcus, these are like some of the essential comic books I think you need to read. Mm-hmm. And like a handful of them were like DC books. I'm like Kingdom Come. Yeah. God, that was one of my favorite stories of all time. I to read that. Um, I, I gave him uh, Quiver, uh, oh, yeah. Green Arrow's Quiver. That was another great story. Wasn't that a Kevin uh, Smith? Yes, that was Kevin Smith run. I really might bring – Marcus, I need those books back because if I go to the Comic-Con, I might have Kevin Smith <laughs> sign that. <No. laughs> um. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, I love DC, but yeah, their their movies are just just dark. And you know, I'm, while we're on the subject, let's transition over to DC oh, Suicide Squad. Oh no, we didn't. <laughs> so, Batman versus Superman was a very dark film, and Suicide Squad looks to be dark, but in a fun way. I was gonna say Suicide Squad needs to be dark, but they are doing it's it. It's going to really be done well. fun. Yeah, yes. they're doing it really but, well. I am nervous because I heard they went back and they're doing reshoots after Batman versus Superman. Oh, oh, no. I think they're they're trying to pull in an integration. Well, uh, they did do that in the MTV movie trailer. They said that whenever they're White House and they're saying, "What if Superman uh, goes to the White House, rips the roof off, and kidnaps the president or whatever? Yeah. Who's going to be able to stop him?" And my first thought on that whole sentence is, uh, Supergirl. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> nobody in the suicide squad could stop him. I mean, he's Superman. Batman could, but he's not in the suicide squad. Yeah. You know what I mean? In this, I hope in this, they don't do that though. In this trailer, it was like, okay, well that's fine. It leads up. And let me tell you about this trailer. Cause I love DC. I love everything about it. Mm-hmm. Um, this trailer, every one of every single trailer that they had, they've had a couple, and the music has been on time with every event uh, yes. of the trailer. Like they are definitely picking like some of the best songs, yes. and like it just goes perfect with the action that you see on the screen. Yes, they're doing really good. It, it describes the, the what you're watching in the song, and um, you know that is. I, I, and I, I'm married. I love my wife, but. Margaret Robbie, Margaret Robbie, she yeah. is going yeah. to k- kill mm. it. Mm. I think you mean Margot is. Robbie hyphen Gomez, yes, <laughs> <laughs> or Jamie Presley lookalike. Mm. Mm. Um, uh, yep, <laughs> Marcus, favorite actress playing my favorite character. 
yeah, I'm in for a good one. Uh, that... Yeah, and you know, you know, I I hated the way the Joker looks. I still hate the way the Joker looks. Yeah. But I've been trying. I've been trying to like turn a blind eye to that, and I've been watching like just some of these trailers with their performances, and I'm I'm starting to see past that now, and I'm actually like starting to like this version of the Joker just a little bit. I'm starting to see of him. So I hope when I go see this movie, I don't see nothing but tattoos and grills. Uh, well, well, I think they toned it down a little bit, didn't they? After... Well, he has a shirt on. Well, so he's covering yeah. up all those tattoos. I mean, so you just see the couple face ones and then his massive grill. So, yeah. I mean, if, as long as they don't sit there and go, Yeah. Hey! Uh, uh, the whole thing about it was whenever uh, uh, this the first talk about this movie was coming out and they showed pictures of Jared Leto as the Joker um, and he had all these tattoos, It's like, it, it, it was like a... A blasphemy because the Joker didn't wasn't tatted up. He didn't have damage written on his forehead, and he wasn't self aware that he was crazy in the comics. But this Joker is self aware that he's crazy, and and you know he's setting himself up with the. To me, it can only be Easter eggs for the fans where it says "ha ha ha" on his chest, and he's got damage on this, and um, uh, you know, but whenever his laugh hits. After that first few minutes, and then it hits the uh, the DC, and his laugh hits, man, man, that is creepy. Eh, 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 eh. Have eh. you guys noticed that the Joker has been very, like, very limited in the trailers? Yes, and I like, think they're doing it for a reason. Especially the last two. Like, I feel like. They go through the whole trailer without showing him. Well, except the last one. It was like you saw him in the beginning and then you didn't really see him. But do you think they're like holding back for a reason? Yeah, I think we're going to. I don't think he plays a huge part, but I think he's going to be playing a big enough part that we're going to we're going to fall in love with the Joker. So when Batman has his first solo movie, we're going to be like, I can't wait to see this. Yeah. Yeah, and the Joker the Joker has a lot of Easter eggs with him. Um, uh, he wears the tuxedo, which is a nod to uh, Harley Quinn's first appearance in the comics, um, where they're dancing. And, you, and it, on that comic cover, the Joker has the Jack Nicholson Joker face, but um, he's wearing the tuxedo with the white uh, flower. Mm-hmm. And um, uh there's also a couple of comments by Will Smith. It's funny because whenever they're coming out of jail and they're letting them out of jail in the trailer, uh, they hand them guns and uh, Will Smith gets a gun. And he's shot, by the way, and he cocks the gun. He goes, y'all jokers must be crazy. <laughs> you know, just a nod to the Joker. I mean, the Joker's essence is all over this film and it's going to be killer, dude. I'm telling you. Yeah. Leto's going to kill it. I just love the part where you hear the laugh and you hear uh, Harley Quinn go, "Uh oh." Yes, yes. <laughs> and so yeah, you know, the Enchantress, Enchantress is in this movie. Not a lot of people know about her, and from the trailer, it doesn't look like she um, bec- is an entrench- Enchantress at the beginning, and she she becomes her later by inhaling something because mm-hmm. you can see uh, Rick Flag, which um, said by Joel, I can't remember his last name. Uh, uh, Rick Flag is reading the files over all these guys of the Suicide Squad, and she's um, like either shaving him or massaging him. And the file actually reads uh, Bell Reeve. Uh, if you didn't catch that, the the file actually there's a Bell Reeve in there. So like they're at Bell Reeve um, jail, 
and and then you got Diablo, and then you got Slipknot. Slipknot is actually uh, I don't know if you ever seen Joe Dirt, but he plays a uh, kicking wing. These all sound like rappers. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's El Diablo, and then you got Slipknot, and and his power is he can control ropes, and I don't understand where that's gonna go. Well, I don't think it's going to go anywhere. I think he's going to be the one character that they add so they can kill him off pretty quickly. I think so as well. Because they have to kill somebody off. Yeah. So let it be the guy who controls ropes. (laughs) (laughs) But I I think, uh, what do you think about uh, Jai's character, uh, Captain Boomerang? Uh, Captain Boomerang looks amazing. I'm I'm looking forward to that, yeah. Yeah, he's he's funny, especially when he pops that beer and he's like... Yeah, yeah. he's supposed to be an Australian and he's popping beers. Oh, yeah. (laughs) But the music to that whole trailer was awesome with the, uh, what is it, the sweet? Yeah, the sweet um, ballroom blitz. Awesome, yeah, awesome music. Ballroom blitz. Yeah. Yeah, that, that movie is just, yeah, I'm excited. So, I mean, if this is the one movie that I'm excited about from DC, I mean, so be it. So, fine. If this is the only movie that DC does that I'm enjoying, it's fine. Batman Superman was depressing to me. What about Wonder Woman? Did you see Wonder the first Woman. look at that? Yeah, Wonder Woman looks good. That looks really good. I was, as someone who's a big fan, I was very scared, and when I saw that, I was extremely impressed. As long as they don't make her a depressive superhero yes. who goes through the ages, going, "I wish I was back in the 1900s." Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I miss Chris Pine. You know, I mean, that's so. Stu- <laughs> I would be so mad if that's the way they went. I like the idea of showing her back then because that's very very true to her origin but if they bring I mean, her back and make her all sad and stuff that's gonna be is it true that convert i guess the last series i don't want to try to get too far off topic but the last series in the comic books is called convergence in dc yeah. and they're bringing back the 1980s justice league is that true like the red pants superman and the the, the blue and gray batman well are you talking about rebirth uh, it might yeah, be rebirth. it is rebirth. rebirth. Rebirth is basically going to be bringing back. This is what they're saying: is they're bringing back the best of pre New Fifty Two and the best of post pre New Fifty Two. Yep. And and like merging them together. So we're gonna see cheerful, happy DC again, or we're we gonna see depressive DC post uh, anything after Adam West. Fifty Fifty. I, I think they're probably <laughs> honestly just taking like the the best selling bits. So they're gonna. I think they're gonna stick with what they've been doing with Batman, but they are fixing Superman's stupid costume. Cause he looked like a mechanic. <laughs> and post. Yeah. With the jeans and the, and the, all that yeah. I, I, on the, on, on the, on the comic book ver- uh, side of, like you said, before we get off, off subject, but the comic yeah. book side is that they're, they're leaving the characters that are winning alone. And I said this before yeah. in my very first podcast that uh, I'm a Yankees fan and they have Yankees, the characters are the Yankees bandwagon. When they're losing, they try to fix them up, fix them up. When they're winning, they keep them the same. So the Batman saga is mm-hmm. going to stay the same. All the other ones are trying to fix. Yeah. Because they realized they went a little too crazy exactly. with a little 52. Too they gave crazy. Superman yeah. like 17 new powers on the new comic book. I mean, he's got... Superman he can ex- doesn't need any more new powers. Dude, he can... Ex- <laughs> he, he can- he can explode himself, but he won't have any powers for like two days until the sun re- radiates oh him. It's crazy. Yeah. Anyway, back on subject. Yeah. So, oh. I Suicide Squad was a movie I was not looking forward to out of the 
at least the official and now you group. Are. And now I am. Every nerd yeah. is going to watch it because of Margaret Robbie Holly Quinn. Wow. So why would a regular movie go go see this movie? What would what would get them in the seats? Why should they go see this one? Well, can I go? Humor is awesome. It's a, it's Humor is always a awesome. Very funny movie. I think it'll balance the whole comedy action. Actuality. It's actuality. Kind of, <laughs> it's got a little bit of everything. That's Marcus's term that he said he was going to try to use once in every episode. Yeah. Where was it the last time? Was, yeah, I'm I know. It. <laughs> Where was Marcus? Oh, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> well, <clears throat> nobody knows who the villain is in this uh, Suicide Squad movie. Um, it's the tattooed man. It, well, no, it, it's speculated that Common is the tattooed man, and Common's going to play a tattooed man. But they 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 did some uh, face generations and try to uh, match him up, and they didn't match. There was a nose ring in the tattooed man, so he's going to be in it. But they don't. They're not saying that he's going to be the actual villain. And um, it, just this whole thing is just going to be a sick mess. And I think that's why people want to watch it. The villain is going to be Amanda Waller. <laughs> nice. She is always the villain in everything. I am so happy about that casting, by the way. Yes. Like, if it wasn't if it wasn't CCH Pounder, I wanted her. So. so Which, didn't she play a different character in the DC Universe at some point? Who? Viola Davis? Yes. I don't I'm, know. Who played I know I know it wasn't Viola Davis in Smallville, but who played her in Smallville? She wasn't in Smallville. She was in um Green Era. Or well, Waller, Arrow first Waller, season. Well, yeah, well, we Waller was in Smallville. She was in season, uh, season nine when uh Clark donned the black suit. Uh she worked for Checkmate. Oh yeah. And that's, I can't think who played uh, Vivica Fox? No. Uh, I'll have to come back to that, but yeah, she kind of reminds me of of that that version of Waller. Mm-hmm. And it, this is where Marcus is like, "I'm out, bro." <laughs> <laughs> huh? Mark Marcus is like, "I didn't." If it's not Dragon Ball Z, I didn't watch it. <laughs> I like CCH Pounder voicing Amanda Waller in the Justice League uh, animated show, Justice League Unlimited, and stuff. Yeah, she does a good voice. Just like I like. Just like I like Clancy Brown voice in a Lex. Mm. Good old Clancy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Marcus, for, for uh, the guy who played the villain against the Punisher in Daredevil, remember the the lieutenant or whatever he was? Uh, I'm only like nine or ten episodes in. Okay, so you know the guy that went when they were in the courtroom. You should have already seen that scene where they were oh, in the, the courtroom. Like, Colonel dude. Yeah. That's Clancy Brown. That's the guy who voiced Lex Luthor in in Superman the animated series. Pam Greer played Amanda Waller in Smallville. Thank you, Pam Greer. She would have been awesome if they would have brought her back because she was awesome in Smallville. She is scary, and she has always been scary in all of her ninja movies that she played in the eighties. Yeah, I was trying to. Th- I was like, who is it? But yeah, she was. She was awesome. Well, let me go ahead and take a break right here to talk to you a little bit about our sponsor, Audible.com. Audible is offering a free audiobook download for you, the listeners of Temple of Geek Podcast, with a free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. Black Widow Forever Red features all the heart-pounding adventure listeners expect from Marvel. Written by number one New York Times bestselling author Margaret Stoll, uncover a new side of the Marvel Universe that will thrill fans and newcomers alike, as Stoll reveals the untold story of Black Widow for the very first time. 
You can head over to audibletrial.com forward slash Toddcast to get that free title now, or you can choose from over 180,000 other titles today. Support us by heading to audibletrial.com forward slash Toddcast and get your free 30-day trial started today. So the third trailer I want to discuss from the MTV Movie Awards is Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. Mm. So was this trailer fantastic? Um, I thought it was. I thought it was. I thought the trailer was really great. Um, uh, I am a huge Harry Potter fan. I've watched all the flicks and didn't read any books. So I would not expect that from I know, you. I know. Yeah. I didn't either. <laughs> yeah, dude. I mean, I, I loved it. He's like, I'm a huge Harry Potter fan. <laughs> Love, I love the you know, in in Harry Potter movies, I watch them every time it rains outside. I feel like I have to put it in a Harry Potter movie. I don't know. I don't know if it's like a drab thing or is it just like he hears the rain and all of a sudden John Williams themed and yeah, I'm gonna walk through the column and I'm going to Hogwarts, man. That's what I do, and that's what I that's in my mind. That's what I do. But it's always raining in London. It it is. It is. I don't know. It's just a. I have certain movies that I like to watch during rainy days. Back to the Future, uh, all, all you know, rainy day movies, and that's uh, all the Harry Potter movies. Were. And this one, and I'm glad that it's it's a different spectrum. We talked a little bit the other day, uh, you know, about parallels, and 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 this is another one without having, you know, it's it's just a different venue of the Harry Potter world, and I'm excited to see. This. It was a great trailer. Yeah, so this is a prequel to the Harry Potter saga, right? Awesome. We're we're now getting into prequels in the Harry Potter saga. At the end of at after it's over, we get the prequels. So this is a this movie takes place what seventy years before Harry Potter? Seventy? Wow. I'm assuming because the books didn't they take place? Who who read the books? I didn't, I didn't read the books. books. I just know they took. Okay, so Marcus, you read the books? They took place like in the '90s, right? It was like from '92 to '98 or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so and this this book takes place in the United States, like in the 1920s. So that would be like 70 years ish. How do you know it's the 20s? It's like 20s America. It's like old school 1920s. I'm just going off a of red or red on IMDb. Oh, okay. 1920s New York. I was like, if you're making that judgment based off what you saw, like you know, there, there's just some weird stuff in those kind of movies. <laughs> well, this isn't supposed to be in the magic world. This is supposed to be in the real world. Okay. So, like, I can understand the whole concept of the magic world being, you know, ancient looking, but this is supposed to be in, like, real world New York. So this is a muggle world. Yes. Huh. Huh. I, I got, I, I was just too impressed by the special features and all the, all the CGI, and I was, like, caught up in that. I didn't, I don't, I don't know what the story is, but it's... and and I I caught in the trailer like you know they mentioned uh, Dumbledore. He was they were like I don't know what Dumbledore sees in you, so I'm assuming this is going to be like a young Dumbledore. No, I'm, I don't think so. Dumbledore's always I'm, looked old. He was probably born I'm, an old man. Dude, I'm picturing like the football jock Dumbledore. <laughs> no nah, man, I imagine him born at like a hundred years old. <laughs> Captain of the football team. Uh, but... He's like, yeah, muggles. <laughs> Life. Me, bro. <laughs> uh, but uh, what was I going to say? Crap. Oh, Smashing so beer cans this, <laughs> butter beer. this trailer was disappointing for me. And I, I think that's the reason why I'm not like heavily invested in it. Like, cause I loved Harry Potter too. I read all the books when the movies and everything, but it was Eddie Redman, wasn't it? 
Red Man? No, it, it was... Uh, you know, I'm sitting in the theater about to watch whatever movie, because I've seen it in a lot, the trailer for in a lot of movies, where all of a sudden you hear Luminous Maximus. And I'm like, I recognize that somewhere. <laughs> like, I've <laughs> heard that before, and I feel like it's been a, a few years. <laughs> Lavate las manos. <laughs> so, uh, I'm like, oh, oh, wait, what the fuck? That's Harry Potter! And then, you know, and then you find out it's not... It's not really Harry. It's like almost Harry Potter, but it's just not. <laughs> so how how deep is this movie? I mean, getting into it because, like I said, I watched all the Harry Potter movies and it. I watched it. It's over now. This is a prequel. So what is this diving into? Is my question. Well, this is only one book, from what I understand. They only wrote one book. Is this a new book or an old book? It's a book that took place. <laughs> the book was written after Harry Potter, but it takes place before Harry Potter. It's like a. So it's, it's, it's about this dude who goes to New York. He's like a magical zoologist. He studies myth- mystical, mythical animals. <laughs> so I don't know if he's bringing animals with him and they get lost in the city or if someone brought it and he's going to go help catch these animals. I don't know what the whole premise is. but So it's a cool new twist on the Potter. Yeah, it, it's like a, a prequel side story. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah. Kind of like... like Rogan or, or, or anything like that, right? Yeah, kind of. Huh. Wow. Yeah, it's 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 gonna be like you know the Hogwarts wars, <laughs> the Hogwarts <laughs> stories. And you're gonna have shadow snatchers or not shadow troopers. <laughs> I, I actually like the like the trailer, man. I mean, I, I'm like I said, I'm a fan of all of those things. I don't know much about them, but I enjoy watching those kind of movies and they're just they're just entertaining to me man and i just love it yeah my only my only i guess knowledge of harry potter is what i've seen in the movies and i've only mm-hmm. seen each movie like once same here sadly <laughs> every time it's on abc family i watch it <laughs> that's like every well, obviously it's, apparently it's like <laughs> raining all weekend so i guess you're gonna be watching the entire saga <laughs> no, hey, miss mrs colina hits waco man <laughs> every day every time so I'm going to ask the question again what would you all tell me to go see make me go see this movie obviously none of y'all have anything to say even Marcus was like eh well, oh. I, I was going to say like if, if if you really are like a big Harry Potter fan you, you like the whole the whole culture and the feeling that you get from 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 watching those like those movies I think this is a reason why you, you would go watch that. And I'm yeah. not saying I'm not going to go watch it. I, I mean, I probably still will go watch it. I'm just, I just was a little disappointed whenever I heard the spell and I was like, oh, Harry Potter. And it was just like, oh, it's, it's not, it's not Harry Potter, Harry Potter. <laughs> I'm telling you, the thought of seeing a jock version of Dumbledore smashing butterbeer cans against his forehead, <laughs> that would get me into the theater. Uh, well, I grew, I grew with Marcus, man. I mean, it, it, it's a Harry, it's, you hear the, the the chimes when the when yeah. it first opens up and you hear that you know the the whatever the chimes are and you hear that and you're like oh Harry Potter and but it's not Harry Potter it's a whole another universe and it, it's Jerry Water <laughs> Jerry Jerry Water Jerry Water <laughs> but I mean you hear that and you're excited about it but then you realize that no, it's kind of like watching uh, Force Unleashed and, 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 and Luke's at the very end of the scene it, 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 you wait the whole movie for Harry Potter to show up and, and you get nothing but you have to take it for what it's worth uh, uh, everything looks great to me in the trailer 
it looks exciting, it looks fun to me, and that's my whole thing about a movie. It's fun. Chelsea? I don't know. I'd have to kind of convince myself to go before I convince <laughs> someone else. Not that I don't want to see it, just that I've never been obsessed with the Harry Potter movies anyway. I'm like you, where I've seen them once. Yeah, like, I bought them all. I watched them all. Oh, see, I That's haven't, it. I haven't gone that far, but... <laughs> And see, I'll probably buy this one and watch it on DVD. I'm not going to go run out to the theater to go see it, I don't think. I'm sorry, everybody. Oh, it's, yeah. it's, a, it's a DVD test. Yeah, DVD. I don't know. I do like Eddie Redmayne, and I like um, Ezra Miller. So that would to, probably get me to go see it. To me, it all depends on what it's up against that week. Um, That's true. I'll, because I like to go to the movies during the weekends, and regardless of what's out, and I just like to see what's out there. And if that's what's out, then I'll go watch it. If it was my choice between Batman versus Superman and that, I'd probably go see that. Whoa! <laughs> I oh, would never watch shit, Batman bro. versus Superman again. So. Oh <laughs> man, you guys, you got to keep that to yourselves, man. You, exactly. you can't do that. <laughs> it's okay if, if if our fans hate me because of it. It's it's fine. No, it's my opinion. No, of the film. no, I agree. I agree. With that. I agree with that. I'm just trying to keep it on the down low because I agree with you. Guys. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't like keeping things on the download. It's just the way I felt about yeah. the film. I no, mean, I, it was, it was a good movie, but yeah, I was just, it's not my, it's not my. DC. I agree with you. I agree with I you. I agree with you, but I think that's Zack Snyder's fault. I'm just saying. Yeah, there, there are faults on all sides, and and we need to address those, and we need to email people, we need to cooperate, <laughs> and we need to tell them what they need to do right because this group right here, I promise you, can make a better BVS. I'm just saying. Well, transitioning over to directors who just took a crap on our childhood, <laughs> let's go ahead and migrate over to Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, Out of the Shadows. Now, even though uh, good old, uh, I can't even think of his name because I'm trying Michael to block Bay? it from my mind. Michael Bay. Michael Bay. <laughs> Michael Explosion Bay. Oh, Zack Snyder's Bay. best friend, apparently. Even though he is not a director of this movie, he is the producer of the film. Mm. I actually liked this uh, trailer <laughs> the reason why i sighed is because rooster decided to show me a pictures of the transformers uh movie poster the bayformers um i'm a huge transformer nut and i went the very first okay very first transformer movie amazing i loved it it was awesome I agree. two and three and then four what the hell <laughs> and then now they're making five i'm like why <laughs> Just relaunched the series already. Because it does well in China, apparently. It does. That's why. It does. It Jeez. kills in China. And that's where they make he, all their money. He, uh, they don't care if it makes nothing in the in America. It's all that yeah, the sales. And you know, the sad thing is, is I'll go see I'll go see part five in the theater because I want to support the Transformer brand. I am a huge Transformer fan, but I just I don't know. That last movie, I was just like Mark Wahlberg was good. I mean, he brought some humor in it, but but uh, anyway, I digress. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. What do you guys think? I actually enjoyed the trailer. I I enjoyed it a lot. I I don't really have anything to say about it. I loved it. I loved it. I loved it. They got Casey Jones coming in the action, which is awesome. They got Rocksteady and Bebop. They got Baxter Stockman. You got the Technodrome. You got Crane. Crane, yes. You got Shredder. 
I mean, it is the cartoon brought to life. The only problem is it looks nothing like the cartoon. <laughs> These Ninja Turtles look weird. You got the turtle van. It's kind of. Uh, but the thing about the thing about the the turtles is they're you can't you can't look at them as this movie. You have to look at them whenever you were young. Whenever, yeah. whenever you watch the, the first shit, I'm sorry, I uh, apologize, uh, the, the crappy... We didn't hear you anyway. <laughs> the, the first crappy movie that they first came out with... Don't say that was crappy. That was the most epic movie well, ever. That's what I was going to get to. It was, <laughs> as far as cinema, uh, the, the cinematography. cinematography, it was crappy, but it was the best one. Oh. <sighs> You know, that's, that it, Raphael, Leonardo, Michelangelo, they were all perfect. Splinter was terrible. But, you know, it's sad. The movie looks goofy as hell, you know, the, with the costumes and everything, but it stands up. Yeah. I mean, you can actually pop that movie in today and watch it, and it, it stands up. It, it, it stands the test of time, I think. Yep. Rainy day? These, these new movies... <laughs> Rainy day. <laughs> <laughs> these new movies... While the last movie took me by surprise, I actually left the theater, and I was actually shocked. I actually enjoyed the film. Um, and I think I'm going to enjoy this one. Um, but I don't like the look of the turtles. I did not, when they were first producing the movie, the very first movie, you know, they were like, yeah, they're going to be aliens from space and they're not going to be look weird. Yeah. Cause they kept that original design. I'm pretty sure that they went too far into it and they didn't want to have to redesign the things. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I don't know. I'm hoping the movie does well. Michael Bay's attached to it. You know, we're going to see a lot of explosions. We can already see that in the trailer. Uh, Stephen Amell's in this, right? Yes, Stephen Amell is in it. Okay, he's not so playing the arrow, but he's going to be playing the same type of character. So I'm sure, pretty sure he's going to have some girlfriend that he's, you know, loving after, and Don't. she's not going to be able to love him. <laughs> Daniel. <laughs> oh man, he's going to be like April. I love you, and she's like, I did love you. <laughs> I don't know. But why now I'm in love with that. Raphael. Oh, April's uh, the actor that's playing April is pregnant now, and they're saying that it's Brian Austin Green, but it might be Stephen Amell. No, it's a uh, uh, not Brian Austin Green, but uh, oh yeah, was it Brian Austin? Yeah, Green? Brian Austin Green. I was thinking uh, Seth Green. Seth, <laughs> oh. hey, he he would be lucky. He would be a, very he, different. Can't hardly wait, lucky. <laughs> Stephen Amell is attached to his wife and baby. And I, uh, I want to throw this out there that uh, me and my wife are a um, uh, uh, power couple. We are a power couple, yes. But <laughs> we are members of his uh, winery, and there's only 350 people hmm. that are members to his winery, and we get wine sent from him every week, every month. Well, then I'm coming over to your house, and we're going to have some Stephen Amell wine, Daniel. I would welcome you to my house. <laughs> and we get coffee, too. So if you want some coffee. Where is this? Is it Green Arrow Coffee? Yes. It's, it's, <laughs> him and his, it's him and his friend. They started a winery, and we're members. We luckily got uh, accepted to be members. So, um, Perked fresh from the quiver. <laughs> well, where's the winery? Uh, uh, I, where is he it's from? It's in Washington. It's in Washington, actually. Oh. Yeah, D.C. Oh, okay. And they just had a party. Actually, they invited... Well, they invited all the members to. I don't know say they specifically invited us to, but you should have went. Yeah, well, <laughs> people got to work, bro. <laughs> that's be- that's better than the comic con. Yeah, <laughs> people got to work, man. I could couldn't take off, but it's it's pretty awesome. I'll I'll send you pictures of the wine when it, uh, they got their pictures on them and everything. It's pretty cool. That's cool. That cool. 
Well, I'm sure when I ask this question, all y'all are gonna be like, "We're done." Um, but why should I? Why should I go see this film? <laughs> the turtles. One. Yeah. Again, why not, man? It's the turtles, bro. You gotta have some. You gotta have some popcorn. You gotta have popcorn to this movie. You gotta have a cola, and you gotta have M and M's slash milk duds. I don't give a crap which one you choose, but you have to have either or to this movie. It's the turtles, man. Here lies Rooster. He believed. Why not? I am wearing a tur- it's the turtles, <laughs> man. I am. Look, look, I'm wearing a turtles T-shirt right now. Yeah, but that's not the turtles that's on the screen, bro. Oh, I agree with that. I agree with that. <laughs> you have to accept what you get. You have to. Just, you have to accept what you get, man. Why not? <laughs> I love it. Give my mother every purpose of lightsaber. <laughs> I'm getting tired of these mother effing Sith. <laughs> Oh, man. Uh, hashtag uh, go back to the Star Wars podcast. Uh, awesome. Well, guys, y'all have any final thoughts or anything on tonight's episode? Got a lot of uh, movies coming out. There is a lot of movies coming out this year. Civil War is probably going to be the next and last one I see this year. Uh, my final thoughts on this on this cast is that I'm very 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 excited about Civil War, but uh, more excited about um, Suicide Squad. Is as, as, again, I think that thing is just going to be uh, off the charts crazy, and that's how I like my movies. I love Civil War. Civil War is going to be boss like all the other uh, Marvel movies are, but. Suicide Squad is going to bring DC back into the world of movies, and it's going to bring everything back to life, and I'm, I'm excited about it. I'm hoping you're right. Thank you. Either that or DC is going to have to relaunch their movie universe again. <laughs> je, je, well, they got Oscar-winning Jerry. TV. Oscar. Convergence the film. Oh, go. Oh, shit. Uh, oh, sorry. Oscar-winning Jared Leto <laughs> is in this movie. As well as Margaret Robbie. I'm telling you, this movie's going to kill just because Margaret Robbie is going to kill it. I promise you. Mark my words. The Fresh Prince is going to kill it. And Will Smith's in it. And he's only had like two movies that failed. (laughs) He's only had two movies that failed. Let this be the third. (laughs) No, this is going to be a good movie. I'm pretty sure it will. Marcus, what about you? Um, <laughs> I wish I could follow up on that energy, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I think for me, it's definitely going to be Suicide Squad and, uh, <clears throat> Avengers Civil War. Um, <laughs> that's right. I said it. Um, but yeah, I, I think, uh, I, I don't know. I actually might even be more excited. No, I don't know. I don't know. I actually cannot tell which one I'm more excited for Suicide Squad or Civil War. I think I'm more excited for Civil War only because it's an established brand and I know what to expect going into that movie. I think I might be more excited for it just to put another piece of the story together. Not so much uh, about that for me, though. There's so much uncertainty with DC and I'm just like, I want to love this <laughs> film, but I'm scared that I'm not. Yeah, you know, I'm know. scared they're going to be. Plenty, the, I, there's plenty of pieces to like there. And the biggest piece for me is Margot Robbie and... <laughs> Told you. I mean, a, DC put Batman in it, so you know it's going to be a number one blockbuster. They need Margot Robbie and the Suicide Squad, and they need a rated R. They, yeah, exactly. That's right. They need Margot Robbie just in every movie. Just, just give her a cameo in every movie. <laughs> Are you going to see her in the movie with Tina Fey? Yes. 
Or did you see it? <laughs> no, but it's coming. Uh, she has box. her accent in it. I, I'll she, watch her in anything. I don't care. <laughs> she Australia. I like slow motion the Wolf of Wall Street certain scenes. Oh, oh God. Moving the conversation say, along, yeah. Chelsea. Any final <laughs> thoughts? Well, <laughs> um, I would agree. Suicide Squad's probably my uh, most look- one I'm looking forward to the most. All three of y'all suck. But, <laughs> but I actually am excited to see Doctor Strange only because yes. I love Sherlock and I love Cumberbatch. And yeah. I was gonna say because this has nothing to do with Sherlock. No, <laughs> or no, he's not gonna be he's not gonna be anything like Sherlock. No, I like Sherlock. I know. No, I'm just messing. Okay. There's a connection there, man. Um, <laughs> and I feel like it'll maybe be different enough, kind of like how Guardians was, that it'll be kind of just a nice break. Yeah, yeah. It's the introduction to the mystical world. Yeah, right? exactly. You know, we had the science world, we had the space scene, we had the whatever, and now we're getting the mystic. So, yeah, so, it's gonna be cool. I think it's gonna be great. I like that. Yeah. Cool. Well, that's gonna wrap up this episode of the Temple of Geek Podcast. I want to thank my panel for joining me on this week's discussion. All the notes from this week's episode will be posted on our site, templeofgeek.com. If you have any questions or comments, feel free to email me at info at templeofgeek.com. Until next time. <laughs>